Welcome to the OC, bitch. And this is how it's done in Orange County. Scott, if your life had a face, I would punch it. Yeah. Wait, what? Let me ask you something. Why would you make the point of saying someone's not a genius? Do you think I'm especially not a genius? Veronica, why are you pulling my dick? Suck my fat one, you cheap dime store hood. Hello everyone and welcome to another installment of the greatest moments in the history of forever. I'm Zach. And I'm Matt. And this is episode 21, The OC, season 1, episode 1, pilot. Alright. A lot of ground to cover here so we'll get right into it. <laughs> yeah, we'll hold the plugs this week until the uh, until the end. Uh, welcome back. After a brief hiatus, we're... <laughs> We're here for Once those again. of you keeping track. So, the OC, the big show of the uh, early 2000s. It came and went <laughs> like a rocket. The uh, Peter Gallagher vehicle, as it was being marketed. <laughs> well, they were, you know, they knew that they had the kids. They wanted to try to reel in some of the older viewers with that, with those eyebrows. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this was just a, a show that started in the summer of 03. Uh, I think they, they actually launched it like in August, like early August that year. And um, it just was like heavily advertised. And so I checked it out and was like hooked right away. Yeah. What a time to be alive, 2003. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's quite a summer. Yeah, I mean, this was like the dying days of... The TV seasons, although I guess there are still some shows that do this, but it's just like... It's so crazy. An hour long... 27 episodes. Yeah, 27 episodes of the first season of The O.C. It's I mean, so crazy. There's so many things that happen just in the first season that, I mean, it's just unfathomable. There's seasons of shows now, like, if you see a season of a show and it's six episodes or eight episodes, that's normal. Yeah, and I think like cable definitely changed the game. It was like right, big. it was big. Um, it's just crazy to think that a twenty-seven—that's half the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's just like it's in terms of like story arcs and stuff. I mean, you really burn through a lot of material just in one season. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to. That's really like three and a half seasons in one. We're gonna bounce around here a lot, but like. You've been watching some of these. Ep- We've both been watching a lot of these episodes because after we watched the pilot, we just got sucked right back in. But it's like you've been watching a little bit more than me. And if I come in and a few episodes have passed, it's like the entire world of the show has changed. Yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah, I mean, just lots of characters introduced and then some disappear because they were only like part of like a three episode angle. And then like, you know one-off type episodes where there'll just yeah. be like one storyline and then it's over Complete. and then just like i mean it's all over the place face heel heel face turns <laughs> happening like <laughs> yeah i would say like the oc was like a hugely influential show for its time like i said it kind of it burned fast and bright 
Um, it only lasted into the fourth season before. And I think most people were well out before then. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I remember there being at least a couple of good episodes in season two, but but by the by the end of season two, I mean, it was over. Yeah, it had been over by that point. I mean, it was just like. They had done everything they could do because it just there were just too many episodes by then. <laughs> I mean, there was just like this is insane. Well, it's like we're looking at the episode list on the Hulu, and it's just like what is going on in this show in season four? Kevin Sorbo is the caption picture for every episode. <laughs> A lot of Chris Pratt yeah. and Kevin Sorbo, <laughs> apparently. Um, By season four, they were just doing like a American Horror Story like anthology. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin Sorbo rescued friggin' Chris Pratt from Chino. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, for this episode, we'll uh, primarily focus on uh, the pilot. Um, Might bleed into. Yeah, I mean, we'll apps. reference some things in the season one, but so it opens with just a cold open <laughs> of two young guys stealing a car and one of them is uh benjamin mckenzie and that is who will go on to be ryan one of our main characters and, and will go on to be the uh lead role in gotham a favorite show of your mother's <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know they Get into a high-speed chase with, like, some cops and then crash the car. <laughs> pretty great getaway attempt that lasts five seconds and they smash into a pole. Yeah, pretty shitty attempt It's kind of weird. They're Grand getting, Theft Auto. Yeah, they're getting into the car, but they had a better chance to just escape on foot by the time the cops have already, like, seen them. <laughs> and Ryan's kind of, like, realizing this and his brother's just like, let's go! <laughs> yeah, pretty cool brother. Yeah. Um. So... Since they're like uh, poor and live in Chino, and Ryan's a minor, he ends up with a uh, court-appointed attorney played by Peter Gallagher. Immediately, pretty invested in young Ryan. Yeah, the very affable Sandy Cohen. Yes, <laughs> a little too interested, yeah, in my opinion. I would but- agree. And you never really buy it. I don't. It's like, why is he this? Because Ryan had good test scores. And he views him as having a similar background as himself, because Sandy comes from the hood. Well, Sandy likes to groom, you know, cute boys from <laughs> troubled backgrounds yeah. for whatever. Yeah, and I mean, a series of events happens where, you know, Sandy gives him his card, and Ryan's mother ends up, like, kicking him out of the house, even though he's only, he's still a minor, and then... Ryan ends up calling Sandy, and he gets taken to the Cohen residence, which is in, you know, the much more upscale Orange County. Newport Beach. Yeah, so, you know, we get introduced to the Cohen clan. Sandy's wife, Kirsten, uh, and their son, Seth. Freshly plucked from uh, Gilmore Girls, Adam Brody. Right, and almost like immediately... While waiting outside, Ryan has an interaction with the neighbor girl, Marissa, played by a young, fresh-faced Misha Barton, and they share a cigarette, (laughs) which is jarring to see. Yeah. I think it's jarring to see on TV at all, let alone with, like, people that are supposed to be 17. This was kind of a, a move, I think, in the late 90s, early 2000s with, like, 
some of those WB shows. I, I, I don't know what specifically, but I just remember kind of bring them. They would introduce these bad boy characters who would like smoke cigarettes, but like kind of quit like immediately. Well, is the OC a WB show adjacent or but, yes. <laughs> are WB shows OC adjacent? <laughs> Or is it a little bit of both? Yeah. They uh, share some of the same DNA, I would say. Yeah, I will say that like Benjamin McKenzie's acting throughout this pilot episode. Particularly horrific in his meeting scene with Marissa. Yeah, it's very over the top, very soap opery. <laughs> which to be fair, I mean, this is like kind of a, a primetime soap opera, right. but it's a little bit much. He lays it on a little thick throughout. He kind of does this thing where he's like dipping his head. I stole a car. It's just like, <laughs> oh my God. But you can tell like Marissa's like immediately intrigued, but her boyfriend Luke rolls up blasting some really cool <laughs> rap music. Rap music. Um, and, you know, she drives away. But she, you can tell like she's got a little bit of interest in Ryan. Yeah. She's a little curious. She's kind of got like that, um, a little bit of that like Anne Hathaway in havoc <laughs> kind of emotion going on of like i want to experience something real and gritty which you know she will continuously try to do throughout the show's run until she dies <laughs> which i'm not sure when that happens but i i feel like i have to watch that episode at some point <laughs> ryan spends some uh, quality time with seth who is like definitely on like the autism spectrum. Yeah, <laughs> I it, mean he is like over the top. They definitely change his character a little bit after. To, this yeah, episode. to be like, like more of a wisecracking. Yeah, he's still like a nerd, but I mean not in this. He's like a bumbling idiot, kind of just weird. Yeah, he's like a total weirdo. Aspergers, maybe. Although you could say <laughs> that maybe like Ryan's character is pulling him out of that. Yeah. You could make that argument. That's like, true. He needed to come out of He's his shell. And yeah. Ryan like helps him. But even him talking about naming his boat after Summer and he's just like, Well, Summer's this girl that I never met. It almost is it's almost akin to him just telling that Ryan that he has like an imaginary friend. Like that <laughs> seems like Yeah, he it's weird because he's like definitely awkward and weird, but he's very forthcoming about things that most people would be embarrassed to admit. <laughs> <laughs> um and as will be a theme throughout the OC's run, we are alerted to a a major event taking place that night, or you know, at some point, um, for to be the focal point of an episode. You know, just constant like social upscale gatherings. I mean, <laughs> every, every episode. episode. <laughs> I mean, it's like this pilot episode is a fashion show, and Marissa actually invited Ryan the night before. And Seth, who, you know, didn't really want to go, all of a sudden kind of gets interested just because I think... Well, Marissa's a popular chick. She invited Ryan. And Marissa's best friend is Summer, who Seth is in love with. Yes. So he's thinking, you know, maybe he can use Ryan, who's like a cool kind of dude who can carry himself well. Maybe he can use that as like an in with Summer which we see play out. Yeah. Um, it backfires a little bit because Summer's interest also peaked by Ryan. Yeah, in this pilot episode, some, and for I think a couple episodes into the show's run, like Summer definitely coming on strong. 
Right. And if I was on Ryan. Yeah, and if I was Seth, I would never forgive Ryan for this. <laughs> and I could never look at Summer the same. Well, to be fair, it looks like someone applied Summer's makeup with a shotgun <laughs> in this episode. I mean, it is like clown. Yeah. Makeup. I mean, she's just wearing so much makeup. It's it's un. It it definitely was like jolting to me because it, it was. It's like, I was in love with Rachel Bilson. Oh, I didn't know how soon we were going to get into this, but but like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I definitely am like, wow. I was just really all about boobs in two thousand three because I mean, she's got big boobs and they're on display basically in every episode. She's in a bikini or a bra or something, yeah, to get those puppies out and I, like. I'm just like, man, she's wearing so much makeup and she kind of like her face looks strange. It almost with seems it. like it's a Lady Gaga like statement, like the makeup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like a, you know, a bozo esque <laughs> statement. I mean, yeah. it is like, what is she doing? Even like, all right, so yeah, in the fashion show, which, you know, we'll get to, like, she looks ridiculous. But even like before that, like, right. and. It, it, it's just like oh, it just her like casual just, makeup is like insane. It's like someone just dumped oil on her face. Yeah, she looks d- real greasy. Right, <laughs> greasy. But yeah, I mean, uh, her looks will continue to improve throughout the first season, as will a lot of the people's. Like, this definitely feels like a pilot. Like, yeah. The they play like the whole, uh, not the whole, but a big part of the Phantom Planet california song at the beginning which you know they'll shorten later and have credits and stuff they don't even have opening credits and like a lot of the characters will look tighter and better and their (laughs) makeup will make more sense like everything kind of and like the you know the flow will look better of the show and like smoother and it's definitely like a uh, a rough version of the show for this pilot right and yeah like we said like seth acts a lot different after this episode kirsten uh peter gallagher's wife starts to look 10 years younger by the second yeah i mean it's the same actress but she looks a little haggard in this one i mean you know whatever but pretty cute but looks kind of (laughs) aged oh boy (laughs) like a fine wine so you know the whole cohen family uh goes to the fashion show um you know we'll Marissa and Summer and other girls are like parading around in these outfits or whatever. It's it's absurd that this would ever happen. <laughs> yeah. And rumors Several. are going around about Ryan, like definitely some cougars on yeah. the prowl. Yeah. <laughs> kind of just rubbing their finger across Ryan's suit like, oh, I heard you're from Canada. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's kind of like a big tease because, I mean, it never really goes anywhere and they don't continue that theme later in other episodes where like older women are like well, interested in him or anything well one episode the societal women yeah not true. You know, okay yes the tramp stamped <laughs> <laughs> silicone babes that kirsten's father brings around <laughs> yeah um we also get our first look i mean we kind of you know we get a little bit of marissa's home life before this but we her family is also at the fashion show and we kind of get the first uh clue that her father jimmy cooper who is an ex-boyfriend of seth's mom uh kirsten that he's kind of like a precursor to like a bernie madoff ponzi scheme type deal where he has he's entrusted with a lot of the uh upper crusts financial investments investments and whatnot and he's apparently something has gone wrong i don't think we really find out 
anything yeah, specific really in this episode, but we know there's a problem um, by his reaction to everything. I don't know what federal agency it is that's after him, but they're obviously... They don't really have a lot of pull, it seems, because they just keep showing up at his door and being like, okay, Misha Barton, give your give your dad <laughs> our card again. <laughs> yeah. like, at some point, it's like it feels like they should be able to just be like, all right, this guy's ducking us. We need to like bring him in. And I will say... like. Because I was such a big like Rachel Bilson fan, I often like acted like Misha Barton was trash. As recently as right before we watched this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was really down on Misha Barton. I mean she yeah. was I just remember her being like super skinny, which, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm more like into the thick women. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Obsessed with thick women. <laughs> Some would say. Yeah. Um no, it's just like I just was never like a huge fan. I don't know. Well, I brought her up in a way that was referring to her as being like a smoke show at the time, and you really scoffed at that idea. <laughs> uh, but and, I, all right, well, let's get to the okay. let's get to it. Right. I was wrong. <laughs> well, no, because here's the thing: I was with you in spirit, but I was just kind of bringing it up that that's how she was remembered. But I was at the time furious that people acted like she was the hot chick on the show. Yeah, I was like, she I, is not the hot chick in a show that has Rachel Bilson in 2003. Yeah, I, I felt the same way. I was like, I never understood it. I, I mean, I didn't make me furious. It just kind of like confused me. I was like... Oh, I was yeah, I was enraged. I was like, look at her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought she was cute as a button. I mean, when... Plus, she was really mean. Yeah, which I like. But uh, <laughs> I just think... Uh, well, I mean, this is coming like right off of the Can't Hardly Wait episode where... I mean, Jennifer Love Hewitt in 1997, Rachel Bilson in 2003. Some of the great imaginary romances of my time. <laughs> I'm still living those yeah, romances. Yeah, I, I mean, from if time we watch something with like Natalie Portman in like 99, like next week. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, she was like just, 16. What? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Misha Barton, I think, was like 17 when they filmed the first season of the OC, but I mean, she is like strikingly beautiful. <laughs> I was completely wrong. Um, I see it now in a way that I don't think I did back then, which is creepy, I guess, considering now I'm, you know, in my thirties, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like yeah, I can I see you. what the appeal was like, especially when she's not really wearing a lot of makeup in this episode because she said her freckles look really nice. I mean, she just like, and she has kind of that all-American girl look where, like, she's very beautiful, but, like, is believable, like, you would know someone that looked like her. You know what I'm saying? I guess so. I don't know if I w- would know someone who looked like her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. Okay, but, like, but other someone people, could. But, but someone I, okay, might. Okay, I believe that, yes. <laughs> like, if I was like, dude, seriously, like... <laughs> There's this girl that works at like Get Go. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Um, so where were we? So the fashion show uh, ends, and Summer, who's making like a full court press, yeah, on Ryan invites him Just to really the after like party. A floozy. It's kind of off putting, really. Well, I don't think Summer was originally going to be such a big part of the show. Not initially included in the main cast. Yeah, and it took a while to earn that status. And <laughs> I Much think to they... the dismay of the online TV <laughs> community at the time. Well, I just think like 
they definitely had a lot of options to make her character way more shitty. Mm-hmm. And as I pointed out to you while we were rewatching the episode, like in some of the episodes that follow the pilot, uh, they definitely could have made her turn big time heel and turn against Marissa, her best friend. Yeah, she stands tall for Marissa at every turn. Yeah, because Marissa goes through a lot of shit in season <laughs> one. It is like a roller coaster That's ride. Like that Beverly Hills nine hundred two and type character arc. Yeah, I mean she's just like there's like the suicide attempt, just the acting out. Her parents immediately are, introduced as like a hardcore alcoholic. Yeah, I mean her parents are divorcing. Her dad is in financial ruin and possibly going to jail. I mean it's just like. You know, her boyfriend cheats on her, but she's also kind of involved with this kid from Chino and doesn't know what's going on there. And just, it's like a crazy thing. And Summer definitely sticks by her and stands up for her all the time. And they kind of went like a, a a different direction with that character. But it seems like in this episode, this pilot, they're setting her up to be way more superficial and terrible. Right. And that kind of plays out when she invites Ryan to the after party, which is at like a beach house or something. And Ryan gets Seth to come by kind of acting like Summer wanted Seth to come too, even though Summer doesn't really know Seth. Yeah. And in kind of like a Preston Amanda (laughs) situation from Can't Hardly Wait, you know, at the party, like Luke already, who is Marissa's boyfriend, um, who's like being set up as the adversary to Ryan. Like he already is like, you know, cheating on Marissa blatantly. Relentlessly yeah, too. I mean, it's like like he could not stop hooking up with like little blonde chicks throughout this first couple episodes. They're in what appears to be like almost a one room beach house. It's not like a big place. He's like, here, honey. Like, She's like, oh, look how beautiful the ocean is. He's like, hey, let's go check it out from behind this dune of sand. <laughs> He's like, let's go check it out with your shirt off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just no shame. And like Marissa, who is apparently an idiot, is right. just like oblivious. <laughs> um, well, she's super drunk, you yeah. come to find out. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like chicks in high school and everyone in high school not really able to hold their booze that well but she gets so drunk that she's just passed out to the point and can't move <laughs> just like a dead yeah she is out out and <laughs> right. but that's later though okay so yeah. and we can certainly get to that <laughs> all right i know i gotta stop i'll cut that out <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of like you know stupid party whatever and then summer still coming on strong on ryan they get into like this weird circumstance like on the back porch and then Seth sees what's happening, misinterprets it, mm. takes it as kind of like a betrayal by Ryan. Right. And uh, yeah. Ryan should have been getting away from her. He should way. have literally punched her in the <laughs> face to keep her. I mean, he didn't do anything. I know. What was he supposed to do? Well, I mean, he could have just walked away from the situation. He was trying. She was grabbing yeah, on him. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, okay. Rachel Bilson's grabbing on you and you're supposed to walk away. Give me a break. Fair point. So (laughs) Seth then exposes Ryan as, you know, the Chino fraud that he is. (laughs) Like everyone else. Why don't you go steal a car? Yeah. Everyone didn't like know that he was from Chino and then he like blurts it out real loud. And so the whole party turns against them because (laughs) they're just like rich snobs. Even though they're like anyone. Yeah. Even though they're all like doing blow. 
They're like high school. Oh yeah, this like, party scene is like Caliglia. <laughs> like, I mean, there's like a threesome going on in a bathtub. Oh, I know. People are just like, like doing coke and like, and they're like, they're just, just like <laughs> running around topless outside. I mean, it's like, ins- I mean, they're supposed to be like 16, yeah. 17 years old. It's right. insane. <laughs> it like, it definitely like borders on like a Brady Ellis novel. I yeah. mean, next thing you know, there's going to be like a, a child like oh. duct taped to a bed or something, you know, and it's something <laughs> right. horrifying. Yeah. Um, or like so they're watching like a snuff film in the other room. Yeah. <laughs> Luke actually uses Seth as like a prostitute to pay back some coke debt. <laughs> After storming out of the party, Seth immediately gets beat up on the beach <laughs> just for, for being a loser. Yeah. <laughs> this over-the-top idea of like uh, just being like, I mean, th- th- some of the same themes from Can't Hardly Wait, really, but like just being a nerd and therefore you should be beat up. I mean, d- does that really happen? Uh, I'm not. Maybe get picked on, yes, but yeah, I mean, like full on punched in the face, especially at 17 years old or whatever. <laughs> well, let's be. You know, in addition to the smoking, uh, which would not fly in 2016, right. just the rampant homophobia. Oh yeah, like especially from Luke, which of course I guess like there is a payoff with that later in season one, but like. At one point, he says, suck it queer <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah, it's like, to Seth. I mean, it's so over the top. And too. not really that clever of a burn anyway. I don't know. In 03. Yeah. I mean, that was probably par for the course. Um, yes. So then Ryan has to make the big save. I thought queer was outdated by 03. <laughs> Is, what I a don't know. stupid word. But like Ryan gets involved, but they're outnumbered, um, you know, about like four or five to two. And both end up, you know, in this, this is all happening on the beach. And so they end up laying in the sand and Luke utters like the famous welcome to the OC bitch, (laughs) which is the iconic line from the show pretty much. And it's how we do things in Orange County. Yeah. I mean, it's so over the top and cheesy, but yet so good. It worked so well in 2003. Like it it just like sealed the show as being awesome. (laughs) I don't know why, like. I just remember, like, everyone was, like, referencing that. Like, I remember Bill Simmons, like, he still references it, probably. I mean, it's just, <laughs> yeah. like, it was just a thing that, like, worked back then. I don't know. Like, it obvious. like, again, like, the, the the cigarettes and the homophobia, like, I don't think a line like that would really play today. No, oh, no. <laughs> but, like, it might, but part of the reason it wouldn't play today is because it would feel like a parody of... Yeah, I mean, it would feel like this was just like the the right moment for a line like that. It probably wouldn't have worked earlier, and it wouldn't look, work later. It was Saved like, by the bell. <laughs> yeah. So they go back to the Cohen house, and Ryan, who's been staying in the pool house, like they both end up staying in there. And then Ryan goes outside for another cigarette and sees <laughs> uh, Summer and another friend, Holly, who will later go on to sleep with luke behind his back yeah she's a total whore <laughs> um they are carrying basically marissa's corpse into her who house, is just like, like a house. giant compared to those two and she's very tall and summer but is so like, skinny though yeah that's true but it's like those two like lugging this future wnba <laughs> center yeah and i mean yeah she's completely dead weight yeah and just arms like hanging down and they're like well 
oh, I can't find her keys. Well, we don't want to knock on the door because her dad will be mad. So let's just leave her outside passed out where her dad will never be mad. Well, yeah, but he'll just be mad at Marissa. I don't think they wanted to deal with it. Yeah. Although if something were to happen to her. Yeah, one time like. I don't know what the wildlife is like in this Newport Beach, but let's say a coyote wanders over. (laughs) I I had to bring like a girlfriend who was like underage back home and she was like just, you know, blackout drunk, puking everywhere. (laughs) Oh, man. And like. I just like I knew the combination for her garage and she had like a door in the garage that like went into like the basement of the house which was like a finished you know room and everything and I just like I opened the garage and I like opened that door and just like pushed her in (laughs) (laughs) and then just got out of there I was like I'm not dealing with this So I can I can kind of understand, although I yeah. did not leave her laying on the sidewalk outside of her house, Un- which is unbelievable. But you know, Marissa right. lives in a gated community. Yes, unfortunately, uh, any stories of mine, it would be uh, my girlfriend driving me home in a blackout and leaving me in my yard, <laughs> and then making out with like another oh, guy. Oh yeah, and, well, and previously in front of me, which led to the blackout. <laughs> so Ryan. Does the chivalrous thing and picks up Marissa and takes her to the pool house and just, you know, rapes her body <laughs> all oh, night. No, my. I'm joking. <laughs> she slept peacefully in the in the room with Ryan and Seth and, you know, disappears by the time they wake up. And Kirsten, you know, Seth's mom comes in in the morning. Storming in. And she sees that Upset. they have black eyes and are beat up. And just, she's been like on edge about the whole Ryan sitch from the get-go and this is really really rightfully so not because of anything that ryan does but your husband just shows up with this uh felon juvenile delinquent yeah (laughs) who's basically and can't really produce a good reason as to why i should bring him home he's just like i like this kid i don't know it is weird like you were saying earlier like his investment in ryan immediately is very jarring i mean it wouldn't be surprising if Later on in the show, run there was like a storyline where they reveal that uh, Sandy Cohen has been grooming these. <laughs> yeah, in like a very like Sandusky yeah. manner. <laughs> Later on in his trial, he would admit to some horseplay and touching of legs. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and I mean, not that Ryan wouldn't be used to that from spending that time with his brother and, and his stepdad. <laughs> his brother. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan's family is a treat in like the brief little moment we see them. His mom, I mean, it's such a like over the top like his mom the instant she's inside the door is like drinking just well, straight booze. Comes to pick him up at jail, like runs over the curb in like yeah, in the shittiest car that could ever get started and like yeah, and then is just drinking like straight vodka trying to light a cigarette while a domestic violence episode is happening between her boyfriend and her son. They immediately are back from jail after her brother's arrested. Their first thing in the door, she's just like, Ryan, I want you out. I don't want you to live here anymore. And then the stepdad or whatever. Yeah, well, I think just like her boyfriend. Her boyfriend is just like, you heard your mother, get get out. out. (laughs) (laughs) And then Ryan's like, why don't you look after your own kids or something? And the dude just stands up and punches him. Yeah, I mean, that's almost like if we were watching a scene and, like, making up what was going to happen, except in this case, it actually happened. Well, here's the thing, like, 
I mean, granted, they didn't know they were going to get picked up when they shot the pilot and everything. You know, you got to go right. all in on the pilot. Yeah. But, like, you would think that, like, thinking, like, oh, we're going to have to do 27 episodes. They would slow the fuck down. Like, they're in a race to get everything going. Like, in oh, this, yeah. it's just, like, everything happens so fast. And that kind of continues even throughout a lot of the other first episodes. And you're just, like... Didn't they realize they had to stretch this out for 27 <laughs> to get through season one? It's I mean, like it's longer like... than baseball season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really is. Um, so Sandy's going to take Ryan back. and Although, they... oh, before that, though, uh, Kirsten, when she confronts Sandy about how she wants this uh, loser delinquent out of her house, she comes back in the kitchen and... This is when one of the scenes where we get to see emo Ryan making breakfast, kind of moping around. Yeah, putting on the sad puppy dog. Yeah, face. he he jumps in and out of this role, as we'll see several times. Yeah, anytime Kirsten like wants him out of the house, kicking the ground. I'll pack my bags. <laughs> <laughs> um, such a douche. Yeah, so then uh, they ride back to. Uh, his house, right. Ryan's house in Chino, and the family has just packed up and left. Nowhere to be found. Well, his mom. Yeah. And so Sandy really doesn't have any other choice but to drive him all the way back to Orange County. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it kind of like... Uh, enough drives to get like enough camera shots for that opening credit sequence. Yeah. Um, does anything else happen or... They go, They come back and... Oh, yeah. I guess that is like the end of the episode, isn't it? <laughs> um, well, we completely glossed over the when Marissa's passed out and the use of the Mazzy star into dust. Yeah. Which, I mean, you've referenced its iconic level <laughs> use here to me several times. I yeah, mean, I mean... Over the years. I, I was definitely like... Uh, all in once they went to the Mazzy star. I was right. like, you know, cause anytime you're watching like the first episode of a new show as it's airing on TV and you don't have like any, uh, you know, it, you don't have any, like, you don't know where it's going. You don't. Yeah. No one's vouching for this show yet. I right. mean, it's brand new. And so you're just kind of like, although Whoa. I will say a lot of pre-hype built up for this show. Right. But that doesn't yeah. necessarily equal good. Right. I mean, there's a million shows. And in are... this case it did. <laughs> Yeah, people... I yeah, think, I know. I mean, yeah. The sh- like I said, it burned bright and fast and hot, and it was over pretty quickly, but I think for a while... Yes, it was a very popular show. It was pretty mainstream, and people liked it. Um, really set the dialogue for... And, yeah, as you bring up the Mazzy Star, like, the music of the OC was, like, a big thing. Like, bands wanted to get their songs onto the show because it was kind of like a springboard uh, for some indie acts at the time. Kind of like a precursor to the way that bands are getting their songs into commercials now or whatever. But, right. like, um, you know, a lot of, like, pretty early on in season one, Rooney is in an episode Death playing. Cab. Yeah, eventually Death Cab. And um, a I, lot of Death Cab references early. Right, it's like Seth's, like, favorite band, basically. But here's the thing, Phantom Planet just, I mean, the money that they must have ended up making from this song just over their career 
had to be like more than any anything else that they did combined. Well, yeah, I mean, this I, was really, you know, their whole deal pretty right. much. But this song, I mean, I, it really got like a big bump from the show, you know, like. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure 99% of the people who know who Phantom Planet is, it came probably from that song. Right. The show. And some people are like, "Uh, didn't Jason Schwartzman play drums in that band at one point? (laughs) That's like the only other thing. Yeah. Um, So this pilot like serves, you know, as a good way to introduce us to all the characters. I mean, this was like, I don't know. It was like one of those things where like, I've never been like the type of dude that would be like embarrassed to watch a certain show or obviously as you know like listen to certain kinds of music or whatever oh, right. i never like cared about that so like the idea of watching like basically a soap opera like didn't really bother me but oh do it now definitely like a lot of hot chicks uh the queens <laughs> of that 2003 to 2005 era yeah. um yeah, I mean, just you like my you know early days. Uh, I was like in college when the show was on, so like, you know, just you you know getting on the computer and searching up searching like hot pictures of like Rachel <laughs> Bilson. You hot know. pick of Rachel Bilson. <laughs> um, yeah, Rachel Bilson feet <laughs> hey. heavy on the Zach Google in <laughs> two thousand four. That was before you know I, I I discovered the appeal of the foot. <laughs> I'm joking. Right, obviously. Um, yeah, even like Julie Cooper, just like a total sex bomb of a neighbor. <laughs> just constant cleavage. Boobs on display. It's like, that's your mom. If big you boobs, <laughs> big butt. <laughs> she was like the Nicki Minaj yeah. of the OC. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, I mean. Seth's grandpa just obsessed with thick women. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like all the, uh, and then eventually, like Olivia Wilde in season two, in a in a, in a just unbelievable lesbian angle, <laughs> <laughs> that is just still left such an impression on my life that I, I don't know if I've recovered. I, I never saw anything after season one. Wow, I'm shocked, dude. I saw mo- I I had to see most of season one, but yeah, there's some legit. I, I think I've seen clips. Like I would see it, catch it on TV, but I don't know. I never watched like a full episode. Well, I think they got into that weird thing where they tried like changing what night it was on, and like Fox would do that like all the time right. with their show. It just always mess everything up. And like, I don't know, man. Season well, also, two. It, well, dude, here's the thing. It was also during the time where it's just like for me. I don't. I know. Like, I think DVR existed at the time, but I certainly didn't have it. And it's like, you know. Once you start falling off like a few episodes of a show, it could just be over. Yeah, for, I know. you know, like, yeah. I, and that's kind of what happened with for me with this. I I was like a strong watcher in the beginning, and then you know, I think I definitely lost a little bit of interest when like Luke became such a good guy because I just thought it was so weird <laughs> that like, and we. Well, I definitely thought like by the middle of the first season that they were going for a nine hundred two and zero thing, right? That they wanted a group. Yes. Rather than it to ha- like they they, which I think was kind of a mistake because it just basically was trying to turn it into like Dawson's Creek or right. 90210 or some other show that already existed. Like rather than the whole like crux of the show being based around like this outsider trying to live in this 
strange well, new world. It was so jarring <laughs> just watching like several of these episodes with, with you. Where literally every episode, Luke is like throwing haymakers at Ryan's face. And then and I, saying suck it queer. Yeah, and then I am welcome to the OC bitch and it's like I miss a couple episodes and he's like, "Ryan, let's play video games." <laughs> like Yeah. <and laughs> let me watch you make out with my girlfriend in front of me. It's like, "Who are, who is he? Me?" <laughs> yeah, there's definitely like, like a, a strange loser douche uh dynamic to um the whole Luke thing because yeah, like it isn't that far into season one where there's like intimate moments between Ryan and Marissa that are happening like right in front of him, and he's like supposedly just okay with it. And they, re- it's not like they just dated for a little while. They like reference like basically having dated since like fifth grade or something. <laughs> I mean, it's just like you know. I mean, yeah, he cheated on her and he was shitty, and she just he deserved to be broken up with. But like, he shouldn't be acting like this is just like, oh yeah, this is normal. Yeah. No one should. Right. I just found that so off-putting. Yeah, because like then they introduced the whole Oliver angle, which we don't need to get into, but you know, Ryan's way more concerned with this Oliver dude hanging around and it's like, yeah, he ends up being shady or whatever, but like it's like, dude, you're just constantly hanging out with like uh Marissa's ex-boyfriend who you've gotten into fights with like 38 times. <laughs> like it's just like what is going right. on? Yeah, I, I think like the I I think they just wanted to like transform the show I, I into think like a group it hang, was, and it was a mistake. I th- yeah, it was stuff like that that even at whatever age I was at the time in, in high school, I guess I was just like I can't, I just couldn't stay with the characters. Well, I think you know now that with the Hulu, you're gonna experience some of season two. Oh, I'm sucked in. Now. You gotta see yeah. this Olivia Wilde run, dude. <laughs> it's like my first experience with Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I don't I don't know of her being in anything before this. So, I mean, we're talking like a good 12 years of Olivia Wilde in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's been quite the run for you, too. I mean, there was kind of a gap between the OC and, like, Alpha Dog, but, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, I, I, for a pilot, it's great because it definitely – it ends in a way where you're like, I got to see what happens next. It doesn't give away everything right away. Like It's not like Ryan and Marissa kiss in the first episode. Um, Seth and Summer are still – miles apart from getting together like it sets the stage for an interesting like you kind of are like well what's gonna happen you know they hint at things with like marissa's dad and all that stuff i mean there's there's a lot of things set up and it's i think for a pilot it works pretty well right do you think that uh several episodes later when they go to mexico does it diminish the fact that or does it diminish the use of the Mazzy Star song when they use it again? In that? No, I was just like, I <laughs> they should have used it every episode, <laughs> every time. It's like it's actually like Marissa's passed out drunk theme music. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> She's fading in the dust. Right. Um, the biggest the the thing that went wrong with the show, and people would probably say this about like the American version of The Office too, with like the Pam and Jim thing. It's like once. Seth and Summer get together, you know, which takes a little while. Episode 15. It takes a little while because Anna is introduced and she was like a, basically a female, like a hot female version of Seth. She was like into the same stuff as Seth. Kind of comic book nerd. Uh, 
she was from Pittsburgh, <laughs> which Summer reacts to. Pittsburgh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Correctly. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of the uh, fans wanted Seth to choose Anna. And, I mean, I know I'm, like, straying way off of the pilot here, but, like, I always thought it made more sense for him to pick Summer because it's like he had built up years of being in love with someone and it, you can't, no matter how great option B is, and how much more sense it makes. Yeah, I mean, he was you just... You can't just turn that off, and that's more realistic. Under like, you that never pick, spell. You never pick the person you're supposed to be with. <laughs> right. Like, Anna was, like, too perfect. And even though Seth is a good dude, you don't pick the nerdy, cool chick over the hot chick at 17 years old. Well, especially... One that you've been... Pining over for, for like... This is... A, it, since grade school. Yeah, I mean... As soon as she reciprocates that feeling, I mean, that is like probably, you know, an unbelievable turn of events that he never expected. And it's just like you can't prepare for that mentally. And it's like it makes total sense that ultimately he would want to end up with Summer. Like, whatever. But anyway, so (laughs) the big mistake of the show, though, was once they got together, because that dynamic of like them almost getting together, like... They could have dragged that out, but like I said, they had to fill 27 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's so insane to me still to think Just about. so many hours of television right. to fill. That's like more than half the complete series of Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I was kind of never... Su- I was always surprised they never went for like a Ryan makes a move on Kirsten kind of thing or... Yeah, that would have really been a pretty big betrayal... To Sandy Cohen, though, although I could see like a scenario where Sandy Cohen is like is setting up the chess pieces for this to happen. Yeah, because he might be kind of into it. <laughs> um, Just always projecting myself on. <laughs> yeah, well, he does live next door to her ex boyfriend. Yes, so there is that. All right, so Shailene Woodley also in this episode. We didn't even mention that, did we? Setting the stage for future teen related i guess movies and shows she's super young i mean she plays marissa's little sister she's only in a couple scenes um i'm i could be wrong about this but uh, she might they may have like replaced her later because i think she becomes like a bigger character eventually and i don't remember it being shailene woodley but then again why would i remember that i don't know anyway pretty good question (laughs) Anyway, yeah, we see Shailene Woodley a couple of times, but um, pretty not noteworthy. Yeah, so check us out on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just transition so, right into the lame, the lame ass plugs. Yeah, I mean that pretty much wraps up the OC season one pilot. But you know, we could always get like a OC season one episode thirteen. <laughs> <sighs> well, I think if if we, you know, in three years from now when we're still doing this podcast you know if we want to come back to uh newport i think we'll be going on that we'll do like an olivia wilde episode yeah in like a week i'm gonna be like dude we gotta do a season two episode (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so follow us on twitter at greatest pod subscribe to the show on itunes um you can find us just the same way that you find any other podcast, pretty much. We are on iTunes. We are on Podbean. Check us out. Tell your friends. Rate and review. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Um, 
Anything else? Nope. Folks, we're out of time. Folks, we are out of time. We may... I don't want to, like, promise anything too big, but we may have a special episode up next. No guarantees. Well, it'll be special no matter what, but might try something a little different for the next one. And uh, that's it. We'll see you next time.